Well, folks, welcome to One More Edition of Politics and Run Mike. Berto Will is your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. As usual, what is the show going to be about, folks? Guess what? It is your show. It is your show. Don't let me start singing, but it's your show today. As usual, but again, actually, we're gonna. We have. I have two videos to play. I had uh, some interviews to to play today, but I decided to forego the interviews because there's so much happening. I figured you guys are gonna have a whole lot of stuff to talk about. So I figure, you know what? I better do. I better just go ahead and save that interview. I have an interview with uh, with Cristina Sinsun uh, Martinez about voter. I mean, uh, uh, Martinez, yeah, about voter. Um, Ramirez about voter intimidation here in in Texas and other places. We also have several other interviews that I'm I'm kind of stacking up on interviews that I'm kind of I'm gonna have to start playing them because we we have so many interviews that we're gonna have to start getting them out or else these people may say, hey, I thought you interviewed me. You wanted to get this stuff out. Anyhow, let's go ahead and get busy. We have some great people to talk about though. Anyhow, title of the show: White House Media Lack of Critical Thought. And, of course, PDR Posse, tell me what you want to talk about. It's your show, so start putting it in that chat, folks. And if you know other people, call them up and say, Hey, Egberto is taking calls as well. So give us a call if you would like to get in and say, Hey, Egberto, quiero hablar de esto. I want to talk about this. I'm going to put the, the, the call set up in Zoom right there. There it goes, if you want to call in as well. Jessica Taylor, welcome aboard. Eric Hayes, welcome aboard. Michael Rudnan, welcome aboard. We have, of course, Robert P. Davenport, welcome aboard. Juan Garza, como estas, mi hermano, my friend? How are you doing today? E2247, welcome aboard. Bridge, MCP, leader of the PDR Posse, welcome aboard. Norman Reynolds, I thought I just, did I just skip that or did I? Nanette Bird-Smith. Welcome aboard. Great to see you all here, my dear brothers and sisters. And of course, we start with some of the issues that uh, Michael Rudnan has found for us. Tom C., hello from mid-Michigan. And I think I saluted Jessica Taylor saying happy Friday, everyone. Okay, uh, let's see. Did I miss anyone? Lee Grant, my look, I got my conservative posse. I got my progressive posse. I got my freedom posse. Everybody's here, but you know what's the great thing about all of this? We all form a part of the PDR posse. Now, earlier today, I was going through a few things with my brother. In My, my brother, the guy that I love, Mr. Eric Hayes, he's giving me a heart. I need to sit down and have a cup of coffee again with brother Eric Hayes so we can discuss these issues in more in deeper steps, further than just what the ideological push is from the right. Uh, again, I, I I was on a radio show. Let me tell you this before I start reading uh, Michael's stuff. Michael, hold up for a second. I was on KCOH, uh, what is it, 12.30 today, uh, AM station here in Houston. And one of, you know, a guy I respect so much, uh, Obedike Kamau, Dr. Obedike Kamau, he said, Egberto, what really gets to me is... We have all the science. We have all the information. But people just continue to just say, well, my opinion is. Okay? My opinion is. And he said, look, they have a right to their opinion. But if we're talking about an aerosol, if we're talking about things that affect me, I don't care what your opinion is if what you are doing materially affects 
me. And he's right. Now, I can take a whole lot from all my, my people, left, right, everything. But where it stops is when you are going to put my friends and my family's lives in danger. At that point, civility turns to urgency. At that point, it's no longer about civil. It's about telling you, look, I am sorry that you decided to be less than intelligent. Go be less than intelligent in your spot away from me where you can cause me no further harm. At some point, that is what has got to be done. And I say that kindly to my friends who try to create every issue why they wouldn't get a vaccination, every issue why they won't wear a mask, every issue why they don't want a lock, lockdown where it's necessary. Yesterday, uh, one of, uh, yesterday uh, Rose had the best comment with respect to, uh, to, to viruses, etc. She, she laid it out and, 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 and ended it saying, look, the truth of the matter is when your space infringes on mine, it's a problem. It is a problem. Okay, let's go ahead and start with uh, Michael Rodman. He says as follows. Uh, Nina Turner, my love letter to our movement. Progressive ideas can win, but Nina Turner's race is a prime example of how flooding money into ad buys can influence electoral outcomes and that the media has a stronger grip on the American people than we on the left usually give them credit for. What I see from this is that our people have not yet had it up here of big money corruption. P.S. I hope some of you actually read this one. Get a few ideas. I'm going to read it. I don't, I, I haven't read that one. Thank you for pointing that one out though, Michael. I want to read that, but you just said something important. Here's what you just said, Michael. And I want, and this may sound self-serving, but it isn't. I promise you it isn't. You say progressive ideas can win, but Nina Turner's race is a prime example of how flooding money into ad buys can influence electoral outcomes. All right? That is only true if we don't have the wherewithal to answer. And here's the reality about our message. Our message sells on its own. But if we are selling our message one at a time and they have a big buy, that hits our message and we don't have enough power to counter it. That is how they win. That is how Nina Turner loses. How can we counter it? Let me, let me give an example. When you, when you put a piece, when you advertise on CNBC, ABC, CBS, your ads may cost you for every 15, 20 minutes, second, anywhere, let's say $10,000 to $100,000 on average. I'm just giving you wild numbers, okay? They, have, they are institutionalized and have the money to do it. Now, I can reach in any week 20, 30, 40,000 people or more, depending on how much you guys share and how much I share and how much effort I put into it. I can get Tim Black... I can get uh, 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 ben, ben, uh, Benjamin Dixon and all of us small operators. If, if each of us who have a select group of people direct one, 
to many, but those of you who come to Politics Done Right, to the Ben Dixon Show, to the Tim Black Show, to TYT, and all these other organizations, those who come to them are more sticky than a CNBC ad than any other ads. It's more sticky. But here's the issue. Those of us that are independent, and I'm not the only one saying, you'll hear Tim Black saying, you'll hear Benjamin Dixon saying, Benjamin will say, you see, I am trying. I'm trying to put this message out, but I need more traction. I need to be able to do at a fraction of the cost what the big guys can. So we, we say, oh, our progressive message is not getting out there. No, our progressive message gets out there, and I can talk to each one of you or most of you, including some of my conservatives, that believe what we're saying and that will push what we're saying. But we don't have that extra wherewithal to compete with the big boys because, look, subscribe to Politics Done Right. It's $1.99 a month or $4.99 a month or $9.99 a month, whatever you want to do, right? That's, and it's cheap. costs next to nothing, right? These guys get a corporation to give them $10 million and they squash our message. And what happens in squashing our message? For all the donations that we could get, that we could get to be better at putting our message out. What, what does it do for us? Okay, we get, we get more, more stuff in. We get more people that can do videography for us. We get more people that we can actually pay to share. We get more people that we can actually say, hey, we are going to put selective ads within Facebook. Donald Trump proved that it doesn't cost a whole lot more to do it. We can actually invest in, in much more efficient than they pay the corporations to do, but we don't get the we don't get the throughput to do that. So what I'm saying, it is simple, right? Uh, we have to, and, and and again, like I said, this is going to sound self-serving, and actually it is self-serving. But we need to bring in a lot more support if we are going to be successful. It's just that way. We have to bring in a lot more support for the honest ones. For the honest ones. I'm talking about there are a lot of creeps out there. But for the honest ones. Because our message, if you ask people, as, as uh, Radnin just pointed out there, you ask people, what is it that you want? All the things that I preach, everything that I put in this book, I can guarantee you Eric Hayes, our, one of our major conservatives in this room, if I sit down at Starbucks and go over everything in this book, How to Make America Utopia, he's going to say, the first thing he's going to say is, how are you going to pay for it? And because I will be able to explain to him how it can be paid for without affecting the economy, in fact, making the economy better, I could do it. But it's one-on-one -on -one with Eric. It's one-on-one -on -one with these other folk. Suppose there was enough capital, using the word capital and capitalism, that I could selectively spend, I don't know, $1,000 a month on Facebook, $1,000 a month on YouTube, and $1,000 a month. I could selectively use videos that put these messages out. And it's a lot more effective because we have. Those of us that are smaller with an audience, has a bigger percentage of stickiness 
than somebody just broadcasting to everybody. Now, the thing about it is, we as progressives, those of us who have the wherewithal, look, some of us are scraping. We don't really have the money to do it. But for those of us who can, that don't, many times it is that we don't understand how a little bit can go so far with operation like ours. That's why I wear this shirt all the time. Support independent media. Now, anyhow, let me go to the other item from Michael. He says, a hospital charged more. Uh, wait, let me, you know what? I, I, I didn't get my stuff up and running. Folks, bear with me one quick second. I got to get... I got to get this up and running. I got to get this up and running. Okay, here we go. He says, a hospital charged more than $700 each. More than $700 for each push of medicine through her IV. We've got a broken healthcare system where hospital insurers price gouging and bilking the patients' rule. Not the exception. We need a single-payer Medicare for All system. From article, a researcher have found little stands in the way of hospitals charging through the roof, especially in place like an emergency room where a patient has few choices. A report from the National Nurses United found that hospitals' markups have more than doubled since 1999, according to the data. I'm not going to read anymore, but I want to tell you something about that because what Michael put there is, is essential. When you, you know, everybody likes to let the market decide the price. When you have a broken leg, you don't decide to choose between hospital one or hospital two. And not only that, isn't it so immoral that if you have a broken leg, you have to shop around to see who can give you the best price to fix it? No, healthcare should be a right. I mean, that's what a society is all about. A society means we work together to solve the things that affect us all in a manner that we can all afford. Pay All of us pay taxes. Anybody needs patching up should get patched up. It's not that difficult. It is actually humane. And most Americans, when explained in the right context, will agree with you. They will agree with you in the correct context. If you're honest, if you, if you listen to what they have to say, why they think they're against it. And then you explain to them that, well, that was just what those people who had enough money to lie to you. It's just like, like look, let me give it a good example. Right now in Congress, uh, House Bill, I don't remember the number. House Bill says the following. We want uh, Medicare to negotiate the prices of drugs so that the prices will come down like in every other country in the world. We have a woman, and I showed you the commercial, a woman on TV with diabetes, one of the drugs that's most abused, insulin, going on and saying, oh, they want to take my choices away. They want to take my... And she looks so innocent saying, they want to tell Medicare to negotiate with the healthcare, with the drug companies so my drugs may go away. It's always good for the market, right? to negotiate and to get the best deal. But somehow, when Medicare is going to do it, because they rip it off right now, we can't. And they have advertising with an old, older woman sitting down there saying, oh my God, tell them not to negotiate for drug prices. Please continuously tell them to charge me as much as they can. Because, And then the woman says, I have always been able to find some way to pay for my drug. 
In other words, they already they, they, the people who wrote the ad, they know that these people are fighting. Whenever it's time to buy their insulin, they know that that person is trying to, I can't get this bill, I have to go to the church, or I got to go to our, uh, med, uh, Drugs Rx or something. They know that every single month they have to do something special to get their drugs. So they, don't, they, they, want, to make sh- they want you to know that they understand that. So they said, I've always found a way to do it, but now if they change the rules, I may not even have the drug. It's a lie. But those people who oppose Medicare for all and all these things, that's what they put out. And the funny thing about it is I don't even like the bill because the bill doesn't make it across the board. Every year the bill chooses, I think, 10 drugs to negotiate on or something to that effect. It's ridiculous. It makes no sense. All right. Egberto, I have two long ones, but I hope you read both. I can't read them all. A former Pence advisor said Trump and had four years to help Afghan allies leave the county country, but Stephen Miller's racist hysteria blocked it from happening. That was on TV. If anyone's wondering why President Joe Biden didn't let Afghani refugees into our country before Afghanistan collapsed, this is the reason why one of my YouTube comments got me the reply I needed. The only thing I would have been uh, been doing differently in Afghanistan is evacuating refugees. That said, I would have repeated the same notion for every other country we've invaded. There is a lot of people suffering who we could better find conditions for if we wanted so to Biden at ask why weren't you evacuating refugees for months before the collapse Marsh Creek there's a lot of reporting already out there's an answer to your question check out any of the recent television interviews with Olivia Troy she she made it clear it was a, it was a racist thing who was VP Mike's liaison to the Department of Homeland Security and also the National Counterterrorism Center she consistently states that Stephen Miller and his allies in DHS and DOJ purposely gummed up the visa program meant specifically for this group of refugees dating back to early 2019. In other words, they stopped the progress. I'm going to read the next one. It says, uh, the media was in love with Joe Biden until he tried to end the war. I love that. And I said that. You guys heard me say that. What they want to do with, well, let me read this and then I'll say it. Why would the mainstream media be so hawkish when the people are tired of endless war? Could it be that their military-industrial complex ad by sponsors influence their managers, which in turn influence their hosts? Seems on par with how capitalist corporate corruption works. From the article, officially, what we might call the establishment press in the United States, your cable news networks, long-running legacy press outlets, and the newer largely digital publications that rely on close, uh, on, on close relationships with powerful reporting area meant to have editorial lines and political viewpoints. But every now and then, whether they realize it or not, they accidentally reveal their political priorities. If you in, are in doubt, just examine the news since Joe Biden's withdrawal from Afghanistan began, where you'll get to see... Phenomenon in action firsthand as images of the Taliban stunning conquest of the country melded into images of U.S. forces and their allies' chaotic evacuation. Biden has gotten a hammering from a U.S. media that has centered Taliban human rights violation in its coverage of the pullout and on united across partisan and ideological lines to push a single pro-war narrative. And that is absolutely true. If you take a look at TV... That is exactly what they're doing. I, and I told I was on I was on KCOH this morning, uh, AM twelve thirty, and what I was telling them, and as, as I said, remember, Biden was loved, and they're right about that. Biden got all the benefit of the doubt, but Biden made a mistake, and once he started to take out, and and they know that Afghanistan is lost. They know that we're coming out of Afghanistan. What they want to do is make it as painful to Biden as possible. 
so that Biden won't attempt yet again to get out of any other place. Nanette Birdsmith, howdy. E2247, Florida judge throws out Governor DeSantis' order. That was great. Hey, all, Egberto, I had sent you something to play FB message short four minutes video. I think we all need to restore our faith in people. Can you play it today? Uh, let me tell you something. Uh, when, whenever you send me something, sometimes because of the way Facebook works, uh, Bridge, that when I play the first video, I'm going to look, to look for it and see if I can via copyright, etc. go ahead and play it. Eric Hayes, trivia today, 40 years plus government and eight years of VP was not enough preparation to get ready for the job. Like I told you, um, Eric Hayes, you continuously look at Biden through the lens of the right-wing media. I told you also critical thinking is a very important thing. And I also told you you're a very smart person that is colored by the, by the media you receive on the right. You can take it or you can leave it. That's just a fact. Based on all the information that you t constantly put in the feed, it is clear, and it's not only me who would tell you that. Juan Garza, there are no experts on how to withdraw from uh, a, a, a where enemy is already on your pocket. Correct. Uh, let's see all what else we got here. Happy Friday from Jessica Taylor. Let's see what we got. We got Bridge MCP. Uh, what else? I'm reading your notes. Uh, Jessica Taylor says, People act like any war end with a parade, win or lose. I've never seen a parade always end with hurt people. Exactly. Er let's see. Uh, Eric Hayes says, No one cares of yours. No one cares for yours, Egberta, but telling people they are stupid. I don't think anybody here tells anybody they're stupid. I don't think so. You can have stupid ideas, however. I've had stupid ideas, okay? And when you come out with some of the blanket statements that you make, Eric, it doesn't speak well for how someone who doesn't know you think of you. I know you, so I know you're a smart person. But some of the ways you come up with your data show that show effectively what I spoke about today on, uh, on, on KCOH. And that is, the right wing can really make otherwise intelligent people very much less intelligent than they, than they are. And I'm sorry to put it that way, but that's just a fact. The fact that we can lose 640,000 people because we don't want to do the simple thing that, that, uh, that Rose spoke about yesterday. We could have quarantined for three weeks like they did in Australia and, and New Zealand, and we wouldn't have had 640,000 deaths. But because of our, this silly freedom we're talking about, which is nothing more than a ruse make people being made stupid by the right. Look how many people we've lost. A lot of innocent people. Look how many people are in the room saying, now, I wish, now that I'm sick, can I have the vaccine? Too late. Sorry, just go die. Robert uh, Davenport says, a lie told all over is more powerful than the truth told to 12 people. I know, you're right. Michael Rudnan, I was watching Tim Black yesterday. We was pissed off. Well, more so than... Uh, he's getting attacked. I called him two different times, Tim Black, that is, and he hadn't returned my call. There's something happening with Brother Black. Uh, apparently, he's under attack from some of the quote-unquote progressives, and I think he may not be returning my. He may not have returned my call because he may not know where I really stand on the pro, uh, you know in the progressive. So who knows? Jessica Taylor, Georgia Ford. Yeah, I know who she is. She works with Benjamin Dixon quite often. I try to get her. She wouldn't come on my show, but. Uh, I, I got Azer, and I love Azer. I think she's really, really good at what she does. Um, Rose Williams, hi, everyone. 
Uh, Michael says, the usual backstabbers are worse than frontstabbers. Argument that, well, you know, what I tell people in this space, and I, tell, I talk about this all the time, if you're doing this work to expecting that everybody's going to be nice to you and they're going to pat you on the back and tell you how great you are, forget about it. Let me tell you why I'm doing this work. I'm doing this work because I see a need for it. Uh, and, and the truth of the matter is, uh, do, I, do people write bad things about me? Yes. Do I get hate mail? Yes. Do I get threatened? Yes. But, you know, when you sign up for this, you sign up for this. And the one thing I won't do that I see Tim doing is to start talking about how bad progressives are attacking me. And the reason I won't do that is, how, how is that going to help you? Uh, you know, I, I can take the punches. That's what I'm here for. And then we move on from there. So that's the only thing I have with. You know, I, I watched him a couple of times. And the last two times I watched him, yes, he was complaining about how they were messing with him. That sort of stuff. But, you know, what can I say? Uh, he's Look, he's very good at what he does. Check him out sometime if you can. Tim Black. Uh, most of society does not have the patience to listen to anything longer than a commercial. That is true, Jessica. And what I think is that we can do about that is I tr what I try to do is I try to cater my messages, even in the videos that I do, right? I try to make it that the first minute of the video is substantive enough so that if, even if they get rid of the rest of the video, uh, they at least got something out of it. I said I try. I'm, I'm not successful all of the times, but I try. And you're absolutely right. How do we solve that problem? We have to get people relearning that context matters. So there's a way to do it that I read where, where you, you kind of grab them in in the beginning and you keep making them want a little bit more. But it's a certain amount of art that requires you, that, that you need to be able to do that. I learned over time, I think I learned how to do that. I'll and if folks have advice on how to do that, you know me, I'm always, I'm all advised to learn from everybody. Lee Grant says, Egberto, did you research antigen DNA alteration? Uh, no, I had not, but I did ask my daughter that, and she said, no, this vaccine does not change your inherent DNA at all. It does not have the possibility of doing that. But I, as far as me doing any personal research, no, but I did ask the question. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, uh, Eric Hayes, you're talking healthcare, and we have a lot of people struggling in Afghanistan. Uh, okay, let, let's, let's talk a little bit about that, because listen to, what, listen to Eric Hayes. This is what I talk about, critical thinking. Eric says... You're talking healthcare and have a lot of people struggling in Afghanistan. Okay. I can't do anything other than what the president and his team is doing in Afghanistan right now. So me simply spending all my time on Afghanistan takes away time that's necessary to spend on healthcare that a lot of people right now, who needs to go to the hospital right now, can't. Right here in the United States. So yes, that is the reason I'm talking about healthcare now. Afghanistan is all over. Afghanistan, the president can do something about it. I can do absolutely nothing about Afghanistan, nor do I want right now to do anything that the president is not already doing. I am happy with what the president is doing in, in Afghanistan right now. I am in pain for those people who are going to suffer. I'm in pain for those people who died. But I tell you something. I would love for the media to cover the same amount of people in pain in my brothers and sisters in Appalachia, my brothers and sisters in the ghetto, my brothers and sisters in the barrios that are suffering right now, that are hungry right now. I wish the media would be covering it in such detail. I wish they were asking the questions to those people as well. So no, I care about those people in Afghanistan. I love them too. But right now I'm in America. 
And I care about my brothers and sisters right here in America who really need support right now. Michael said, when I have a broken tooth, I, I, I go to the first dentist that's available and hope that the price is low enough to afford. Blow a month's savings on a new crown for the tooth. Again, healthcare should be a right. The left is busy spinning and deflecting from examining Biden's disastrous Afghan crisis. Biden does not have an Afghan crisis. Biden is getting to hell out of Afghanistan. He does not have a Biden. Uh, you all would like to say he has an Afghan crisis. There is no Afghan crisis. We are getting the hell out of Afghanistan. There's no crisis. We're getting out. Something we should have done a long time ago. Yale University research shows single-payer system for all would save 450 annually, preventing 68,000 deaths. Yeah, we keep putting those numbers out. May Wood, hey, hello from Long Beach. Welcome aboard. Sorry you're late too, my friend, but you know what? We, we still love you. Uh, let's see what else we got. Um, I'm scrolling down because it's your show, and then I'll play the video. Egberto, here's the video. Uh, which video is that? Um, okay, that is from Bridge. Okay, Bridge, I'm going to take a look at that video. Let me go ahead. I'll tell you what I'm going to do, guys. I'm going to play the first Jan Seki video, uh, which is about a dog. I want you guys to listen to this. Listen to this. Now, there is so much happening in America right now. Our troops are in arms way. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's, let's set it up here. Listen to this question. Listen to how... Jen Psaki civilly ridiculed the reporter. And then let's talk a little bit after that. Yesterday, the Conservative Transparency Group, Judicial Watch, released uh, Secret Service records on dog bites involving uh, the first dog, uh, Major. One email said that Secret Service agents were bitten every single day for eight days from March 1st to March 8th, and that a White House visitor was as well. Um, at a March 9th briefing, uh, you only described one biting incident to us and described the dogs as being carried, uh, whisked back to Delaware on a pre-planned trip to visit family friends. Um, obviously, that is not the world's most important story, but it is significant because we expect honest information even for minor stories. Um, so can you explain to us why uh, there was a kind of misleading account presented to us? And if we can't get honest information about minor stories, why should we have faith in the administration's uh, account for larger issues like Afghanistan? I know you do keep the dog in the news in the briefing room, so thank you for that. Um, as we've stated previously, uh, Major has had some challenges adjusting to life in the White House. Uh, he has been receiving additional training, as well as spending some time in Delaware, where the environment is more familiar to him and he is more comfortable. I don't have any additional specifics, but I think that speaks to where Major is located, to be fully transparent in your, in your ongoing interest in the dog. You get it? You foolish men. I, I, I'm sure you have an interest in dog, but here are the answers. There is a hurricane that is currently approaching Louisiana. Our troops are in harm's way at this point in time. The Supreme Court has just overruled the Biden administration, which means millions of Americans who are behind on mortgages and rents are likely to be kicked out of their homes. Texas, Georgia, Florida, and many other states are currently putting democracy at risk by creating strong voter suppression laws in their party, having either passed it or about to pass it, 
while we have HR4 and S1 waiting in Congress and the Senate respectively to be passed to put some sort of protection to ensure that we remain a democracy. We currently have a heat wave that is burning down the West. We com currently have floods around certain areas in this country. We currently have a problem with breathable air throughout the West. There is so much that we have to be concerned about. We have COVID that were, there are 2,000 people who died last night or, or yesterday. There's so much happening. We have a population who still cannot understand that facts matter. Inject yourself just like, get your vaccination and now don't complain about it just like you won't complain about your measles, mumps, and rubella vaccine. Wear your mask just like you won't complain about certain restrictions a school has for a clothing attire. There's so much more that is wrong in America right now to be concerned about not specifying that instead of bite, not specifying more than the dog bit secret service eight times, not the dog bit super services, a super secret service. It makes no sense. That is what our briefing room at the White House has broken down to. A whole lot of stuff that we need to work on. We have a society in decline, but these people that are the guardians of the fourth estate, they're asking about a dog. They're asking about a dog. Okay, here is the piece from... Um, Bridge MCP. I haven't listened to it, but it looks like one that's on Facebook that sh shouldn't be a problem. So here we go. Uh, let me make sure I get some volume on it. People think we're more divided as a country now than we've been in a long time. I know it can seem that way, but when I was a little kid in 1969, the Vietnam War was tearing the country apart. And they'd shot John F. Kennedy and they'd shot Bobby Kennedy. They'd shot Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. And there was the Manson family and the Zodiac Killer, and it just felt like the whole country had lost its mind. My father, who'd grown up in the Depression, well, his faith in humanity was just at a low ebb. And the two of us that June were driving from L.A. to Oakland in our old 1960 Oldsmobile, and the water pump blew out south of Bakersfield. And so and this was long before cell phones, so we were about, well, we were going to have to hoof it like nine or ten miles into town when this young cowboy pulls up in a flatbed and offers to tow us in. And all my dad had on him for money was this old Chevron gas card. So he kept telling this young fellow, you know, I can't pay you. And the young cowboy's looking at him like, yeah, I wasn't going to charge you. So he rolls us into town, and this is a Sunday, so nothing's open. So he has to go get his mechanic friend to open up his garage, and my dad says, hey, listen, I don't have any money. And the mechanic says, you know, we'll work something out. And then they all realize they don't have the actual parts, so now they got to go roust out the local auto parts store owner, and they bring him down. And my father's like, okay, okay, we need to talk about how this is all going to get settled. Because he just couldn't imagine anybody being this trusting about the money. So the cowboy says, look at it and make it feel better. i got a bunch of watermelons I need to get loaded onto my flatbed, and it's pretty hot work, and if you help me out, I'll pay for the part. So next thing you know, we're all unloading watermelons from inside a rail car, and that's about 140 degrees. And 90 minutes later, we are soaked in sweat, and up rolls the car, just run like a top. And my dad says, I really don't know how to thank you, fellas, and, uh, for this good turn. And we're turning to go, and the mechanic gets this look on his face, and says, whoa, whoa, where do you think you're going? And you, 
could see on my father's face just all the fear and distrust come to the surface. He's stiffened like a leopard. And the mechanic says, no, no, no. My wife's going to make us all Sunday dinner, and you and the boy can get a shower and a clean shirt, and it'll, it'll make the drive easier for all of us. So we sat down for the dinner of fried chicken from the chicken right over there and corn on the cob from the corn right over there. Man, I got to tell you, I, I, I'm, we'll never have a meal that good ever again. And my dad didn't say maybe three words the whole drive. But when we got home, I got into bed, and I was just about to turn off the light. And he stops in the doorway, and he says to me, no matter what you see in the movies or on TV or you read in the papers, you listen to me. That's how people really are. And about a month later, Neil Armstrong walked on the moon. So keep the faith. Wow. Bridge, thank you. Bridge MCP, thank you. I hope you guys who listen to my show all of the times, remember that one of my phrases are always the same. Most people are good people. And on KCOH today, I had the same thing to say. They asked me, why do you engage those folks? And they were talking about, they were talking about my book. How do you talk to your right wing? Because it's a liberal show that I was on. And they said, how do you talk to your right-wing relatives, friends, and neighbors? They were talking about this book and wanted to know if I was real. Am I really serious about saying these things? And I'm like, yeah, most people are good people. And I argue with folk and we talk and, you know, most people are good people. Bridge, you know something? In as much as I always say that, that story touched right here. And I hope everybody that listened to the story, that sees the story that Bridge just put on the screen right there, that found for us, remember that. And remember something else that we talk about all of the times. The plutocracy needs to have us on our thro- at our throats. They need to have us hating each other. Because that's the only way they can rob both of us blind. And understand from where I am coming from with my progressive things. When I explain it to you and from a non-progressive value point of view, it's amazing how much most of you understand. Bridge MCP, love you, girl. That video touched. Uh, I, I, I got to remember to write a piece about that and, 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 and share that video. Thank I thank you very much for sharing that video. That gives us hope. Uh, that, that gives us hope. Thank you very much. That was tops. That was tops. Uh, let's see what else am I missing here before I go to the next video. I need to scroll back up because uh, bear with me, guys. Uh, this is your show again. Uh, para ver, para ver, para ver, para ver. Uh, let, I'm, I'm probably going to miss quite a few of your, your things here. Um, all right, let's see. The process of vetting Afghans uh, who qualify for the special immigrant visa was dormant for nearly a year after the State Department shut down much of the classified operation. E2247 says that. Uh, Eric Hayes says, you are talking healthcare. Oh, that, that's one. Okay, that's where I was. All right. I know I saw one from Tom C. And Tom, I just want to apologize for not emailing that thing to you yet. I, let me tell you, I am, when I tell you, Tom, I am under the gun that's what I mean. I have about, uh, there, there are people that have sent uh, PayPals over the last four days that I'm, I'm behind by about four or five days. 
and um, that I have to go ahead and send some stuff to. And so forgive me, uh, it's only me. Uh, that's why I wish I had help, but it's only me. So um, I'm going to send you. I'm gonna, I have to, what happened is I have to prepare the link to send you for the reading it free online. So I'll take care of that, brother. And you says uh, Biden has done a bad job in Afghanistan. Um, we, can, we are going to have to agree to disagree there. I, I, I know that the, the, the way the media started it off because of how it looked on the outside, everybody wants to say the guy did a bad job. I don't honestly know how else it could have been done differently. So, oh, keep Bagram Air Force uh, Air Base open. There were some issues with the distance between Bagram and the other place. You have some generals that are saying, okay, I'm sorry, I am not knowing what I know. And I'm no, I'm no Biden fan. Knowing what I know, brother, I cannot just come out and say Biden was just did it completely wrong. I can't say that. Because I don't know how you lose a war and look good. Yvette Avery Herod, sorry for being late and saluting you. Welcome aboard. Lee Grant, Eric is colored by the media. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Tom C. says, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Is the Taliban now our ally against ISIS and Al-Qaeda? Look. I, the one thing I liked about Reagan was that statement that he made, trust but verify. It's that simple. Verify. That's all. Yvette Ever says, afternoon, all disregard the giphy. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see what else we got here to read, read, read. Uh, what are you solving now? What exactly are you doing about health care or weather or whatever? Let me tell you what I'm doing about health care, Eric. A lot of people hear the lies about healthcare. I just told you about the lie that they put out there with the woman with diabetes and how the law that they're trying to pass in Congress is wrong. So what I'm making sure is that when people call your congressperson, they don't get the false sense of feeling that they don't pick up that bill because people have been told it's a bad bill. I'm here telling them it's a good, better than not good bill to tell them to do it. That's what I'm doing. And if you doubt what I'm doing... Just check out how many people have sent and said, oh, okay, I will go ahead and call my congressman on that issue. That's what I'm solving. That's what I'm telling you about critical thinking, Hayes, or not having our worth. When I talk about all of us have the ability to make change. So if I am talking to you or somebody is talking to me, yesterday I was on a, sh- a call with PDR, uh, Progressive Democrats of, of uh, America, PDA, and PDA said, these are, this is the kind of letter we want to centralize on with the Congress people. They could have said, I don't have time to speak to you little operator here. They said, no, 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 no. We want you, we want you to do X and help us out. It's all of us together. And individually, no. Together, yes. So that's what I'm doing, Eric. That's what I'm doing. Uh, let's see. Go on to listen mode so I can get a few things done. All right, brother. Appreciate you anyway. Uh, let's see. Media not covering it because the government is covering their butts. Oh, boy. There you go. All right. Let's see what else I got here. Um, I'm pardon thought this would be able to be a viral video of a cop shooting a friendly dog. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to show that. All right. Let's see what else uh, we got here. Uh, Eric Hayes, Eric Hayes, Eric Hayes. Eric, you're dominating the, the thing today. Michael says, excellent video except for the ending, Faithless. Linda, Joe Kissinger, good video for Bridge. Absolutely so. Lee Grant says, if someone posits a thought that you disagree with, you saying I'm smarter than you, you're wrong, is not an argument. And that's the thing. That's not what I do. I don't say if you don't agree with me, you're stupid. I don't ever say that. I say make your case like I made my case. 
And the problem that I find is many people on the right, because the case, their case cannot be made, they then go for a trope. Oh, you think I'm stupid? No, I don't think you're stupid. Make your case. Convince me. That's what I told the guys at KCOH today. One of the guys said, Egberto, you know, I don't agree with everything with you. I said, that's fine. Make your case. And he said, the next time you come on the show, we're going to be making that particular case on voting that's, that I disagree with you on. And that's all I'm asking for. And you know what? Believe it or not, you may convince me. Who knows? All right. The road between Bagram Air Force Base and the nearest cities are Taliban control with checkpoints. How people get out of there, I don't know. That's my point. That's what I heard as well, sir. Uh, it is clear, masticator, it is clear Egberto has little understanding of real politics or international relations. Okay. That's what you think. Tom, see Egberto, time for you to, your ask. I already... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, folks, please remember, if you are listening now, Tom C is reminding me that I need to ask. Please click on the join button if you are on YouTube. I need your support. So please click that join button. Make sure you support Politics Done Right and what we're doing to make a better America. Likewise, if you don't have a join button or if you are not on, if you are not on YouTube, you can also go to politicsdoneright.com slash support, politicsdoneright.com slash support, and find all the different ways in which you can support our programming. Of course, we have a lot of books. I wrote four books. Please consider getting our books at politicsdoneright.com slash books, politicsdoneright.com slash books. And you can get all our T-shirts and all of that. And by the way, every time you buy from our store, you're helping us out. Uh, politicsdoneright.com slash store, politicsdoneright.com. And by the way, if you buy the book from our store, I will send it to you with a bumper sticker, as Rose, and I'll also sign each of the books that you purchase from me. And I, if I have any goodies hanging around, I may throw some other goodies in the box. So please consider supporting us through one of those methods. And of course, you can always go to our PayPal, politicsandright.com slash PayPal, politicsandright.com slash PayPal. Many ways to support what we're doing here. So I, I thank you in advance for whatever you choose to do to support us. All right, uh, let's see what else we got here. That last one was from who? Tom C., uh, we have no, every case is, Egberto, how about the lie in Afghanistan or the lie about health care or other lies being told by our government? Whoa, that is progressive. Again, when you say the lie in and the lie whatever, right? Here's a problem that we have. Tell us in your words what is the lie as you see it. Don't just parrot that there's a lie on Afghanistan, there's a lie about healthcare, there's a lie about something. Tell me what it is so I can understand what I need to counter or what I need to learn. All right, Bridge MCP says, you're here chatting, sharing, learning. All this isn't free. Support the show. Become a PDR Posse. I love you, Bridge. That's why you're the leader of the PDR Posse. Uh, thank you, my friend. Michael Rudnan says, no, that is a Bruce. Uh, welcome aboard, Bruce. I don't think I saluted you yet. Welcome aboard, Bruce. Did you skip my offer purposely? If so, I understand. What is your offer, Robert? Uh, please throw it in again. Remember, I, these things really scroll down and I miss things. Please go ahead and put it in again, uh, Robert. I didn't see it. Uh, I'm, uh, I am looking. I am looking. I am looking. I am looking. You know, it's, it's a lot of messages that come across. So if you'll put it again, I'll see the offer. Uh, let's see. Let's see what it said. 
Uh, no, that's not it. That's not it. Uh, that's not it. I'm looking for you. All right, Robert Davenport, I didn't see your offer, so stick it into the bottom of the, 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 to the bottom of the list so that I can read it. Please put it in, and I'll, I promise you I will read it. So put it in again. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Character traits associated with five dimensions of personal and social responsibility. You always have those things, man. Uh, Carl Cox says, why are students from California in Afghanistan? I don't know. Didn't know that they were in Afghanistan. Develop competent ethical moral reasoning. Carl Cox, yeah, that shocked me. All right, uh, Robert Davenport, throw that guy back in. Oh, I see what happens. Um, what happens, Davenport, is that it was blocked. Uh, Egberto, I have a Roku channel. I offer to broadcast your show and other honest progressive nationwide in the USA and Canada. I'm putting my money where my beliefs are. Contact. Oh, I didn't, I didn't see that uh, at all. Uh, what happened is YouTube blocked it. So what I'll do is I'll drop you a line to see what you're talking about on your channel. I, I don't understand Roku or anything like that, Davenport, but I'll contact you. And uh, from there, we'll, we'll talk. Uh, we'll talk. Uh, anyhow, let's see what else we got here. Um, para ver, para ver, para ver. Let me play the other video for you because this one is even more funny. I spend time listening to the daily press conferences so that you don't have to. And by gosh, you don't want to. Uh, there is a particular reporter today that really got, an, got me pretty perturbed. Why? Because, again... Their short-sightedness and inability to understand that we have lost a war, but not only have we lost a war, that exiting a war, as Lawrence Donald and O'Donnell and many other generals have said, it's not a pretty thing. And exiting that war that you don't want to stay into to fight means that a lot of things are not going to be as you expect. And, and to believe that somehow you as the loser can decide to orderly exit a war that you don't want to invest in winning is ludicrous. I want you to listen to this guy and then we'll take it on the other side. You send tens of thousands of more troops in Afghanistan to potentially lose their lives. That's an option. Some have called some support that. That's their prerogative. You pull out and you don't put anyone at risk, you don't put troops at risk, and you don't evacuate more than 105,000 people, that's another option. The option that he has chosen in coordination and based on the recommendations with his uh, military uh, commanders and advisors on the ground is to implement of an evacuation that has saved the lives potentially of more than 105,000 people, certainly at risk of the men and women who are serving in the military, as we saw by the events of yesterday. That's the choice he's made. Have repeatedly presented this, this idea that there were only two choices. What, what evidence do you have that there weren't other choices that could have been made? I mean, what was the well, what's the other well, choice for, anyone for, is offering? For, for example, the president could have said to the to the. Ghani government in May, look, we're going to start a mass evacuation of all of the U.S. personnel. We're going to put out an announcement that says, you know, we 
we advise all of our Afghan allies who worked with us to start evacuating as well. It would have been a, a, a show of no confidence in the Ghani government. There might have been other repercussions. I'm not suggesting that's the right way to have gone. I don't know. But, but it is another option, and I'm sure there's 10 other options that I haven't thought of that so why do you present it as these being the only two options? There are, of course, other options, but there are consequences to every option. That is my point. So let's take your example. If we had evacuated and moved in C-17s, 6,000 troops, I think that's what you're suggesting, and implemented this evacuation in May, you know what would have happened in all likelihood? The threat on U.S. forces would have increased at that point in time. ISIS-K would have been operating in a in a capital that wasn't over overrun by the Taliban. How do you point. know that? Well, the Taliban wasn't wasn't near Kabul at that point. Look, I mean, Mike, I, I think it's easy to play uh, backseat. Let's look at what have, could have happened three months, four months ago. I think we've been clear on a couple of things. I will just say, no one anticipated. I think, including on the outside, that the Afghan government would have fallen at the pace they fell. And the president and members of our national security team have spoken to that as well. We didn't anticipate the Afghan national security forces would have folded as they did. We didn't anticipate that. Uh, and as a result of that all happening, we saw a chaotic situation just two weeks ago. Uh, so you can always, my point in, the, in response to the question is that there are consequences to any of these difficult choices and decisions. That's the, that's the, that is what faces you as commander-in-chief, uh, and that was the larger point I was trying to make. You know, what is so sad is when Donald Trump, the bully-in-chief, the dummy-in-chief, the less-than-intellectual-in-chief was president, these so-called reporters were so timid in asking the appropriate questions, they were so timid in allowing him to do the things that he did to Americans. He, they allowed him to get away with the stupidity that this guy represented. Oh, they weren't tough then. Now they're trying to be tough on someone providing solutions. And not only are they trying to be tough, but they're trying to create different, different, different events, different things that could have been done. Um, okay, what would have been done, sir? And he comes up with a silly question and says, well, this could have been done. I don't know if it'll work, but I mean, you could have tried that. So why try yours and not the ones that we're doing? Again, we have the most inept media in this particular uh, White House that continuously ask all the wrong questions. There are questions to ask that, that Jen Psaki. There are real questions to ask why isn't why isn't Biden doing X, Y, and Z? Do that, but make it be worthwhile. Let's do it the right way. Not ask silly questions. Not ask, uh, you're, you're actually talking to the Taliban. Don't it seem strange that you're talking to the Taliban? Was another question somebody else asked. Stop it. Ask sensible, pertinent questions that illustrate you are a critical thinker, what those of us expect of you in the fourth estate. Absolutely. Show that you are a critical thinker. Folks, we are at 58 right now. 
I don't see any new messages. Uh, Mr. Uh, Davenport, I just sent you an email about that thing on, on Roku. So oh, here we go with Lee Grant. Somatic recombination as opposed to genetic recombination that occurs in meiosis is an alteration of the DNA of somatic cells that is inherited by its daughter cells. Somatic recombination occurs physiologically in the assembly of the B-cell receptor and T-cell receptor genes, recumbent, uh, recumb as well as in the class C. Uh, yeah, but again, we're talking about if, if, if it does not change anything within the mitochondria or any of that that's actually transferable to, let's say, your, your by birth, etc. So I, I hear what you're saying, and I understand what you're saying there, Brother Grant. Remember, believe it or not, I did take a, a tad bit of genetics in my biology course. But no, it's not something that you transfer from one to the next. Linda Joe Kessinger says, my son was growing, was growing force in Afghanistan for years, and he doesn't blame Biden. He's disappointed in the Afghan army, says they dropped the ball. And again, you know, it is vogue. It is, it is, it is easy to blame, uh, to blame somebody like Biden, right? And it's even actually vogue. In other words, hey, the, the, the in thing to do, including for Democrats, Go blame Joe Biden. You look like a fool if you don't blame Joe Biden. You look like you're coddling Joe Biden. I didn't coddle Joe Biden when I was against him when he was running on certain issues. And I won't blame Joe Biden just because there are a lot of people who want to blame the man. Period. This one here, I'm with Joe Biden. Getting out of, uh, of Afghanistan and making sure that all our people are out by the 31st. I swear, I, I am so sad for the 13 dead. But that is not Joe Biden's doing. That is not Joe Biden's doing. On this one, I don't care what these other clowns are saying out there. Joe Biden, I'm sorry. And, you know, it's, it's easy to just go ahead and say, Joe Biden, it's your fault. I am sorry. Joe Biden, uh, there's no easy way to lose a war. Look, guys, I love you. Thank you so kindly for being here. Uh, please continue to come. Please share. I don't care what persuasion you are. Keep, let's, let's keep growing this thing so that we can talk. And with that, I got to get out of here. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right, and you know how I end this. Baby, I am what? Out. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.